everyone, and welcome to the Life Redesigned Podcast, where we talk about how you grow through what you go through. Life will always bring you challenges, and I am determined to not allow your past to set your future, but rather your life this far to shape who you are as a strong, confident woman. Allow yourself and your life to be redesigned and be all that you've always dreamed of. You deserve it. All right, everybody, it is Amy, and we are back for another episode of Life Redesigned Podcast. And today I'm super excited that I'm here with my friend, Liana Moore, and she's going to share with us just a little bit of her story. Can't wait for you guys to hear about it. Welcome, Liana. How's it going? Thanks for having me. I, um, I'm doing good today. It's good. Almost the weekend, right? <laughs> I already told you this, but if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, you can see all the purple and all of you guys know purple is my favorite color. I should be wearing purple. I should have put on my purple jacket and then we could have had like this. Right. Purple is my favorite color. Um, so, and if you're, if you're just listening, purple is both of our favorite colors. So all of this backed by the color purple. I love it. <laughs> so I'd love, I'd love to start by just having you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and um, a little bit of your story. Um, sure. Uh, my name's Liana. I am from Detroit, Michigan. Originally, I came to Grand Rapids for college. I, I went to Grand Valley State University, so I am a Laker alumni. Yeah. I have two bachelor degrees. One is in photography. The other is in journalism. Um, while I was at college, I met my husband, Demetrius, my last year obtaining my photography degree because I went back for journalism. So it was a very unexpected thing. We started out as friends, really cool, just hung out, had the same biology class. So we we connected like that and um, eventually realized we liked each other and started dating uh, shortly after and uh, been together ever since. So that was 13 years ago which sounds insane to say yeah, it's been almost four it's been almost 14 years that we've been dating um almost 12 years that we've been married we got married in February awesome. of 2011 awesome uh, so we always like to joke that we're stuck with each other forever so I get to annoy him he gets to annoy me yeah <laughs> out of that relationship we have three daughters Olivia who is nine Harper who is five I forgot to say half five and a half nine and a half and Emerson who is four uh if you notice that really short break it's because that was our bonus baby Emerson was a bonus <laughs> baby um, <laughs> we were very content with our two girls we knew we wanted two kids that's what we talked about yeah and we tried and planned for both of those two so we were, we were good and the year I got pregnant with Emerson I was going we had a lot of things happening so Harper wasn't quite a year old she was breastfeeding and um my grandmother passed away unexpectedly mm. so she um was somebody I was really close to and she just it was I got a phone call she was gone and I was very it was very unexpected very she wasn't mm. showing she wasn't sick she wasn't in the hospital she wasn't in hospice or anything like that um she was only 81 I believe she passed away <clears throat> um, I love that you said only 
I yeah. love that. I like, mean, because she's plan, planning to live it out to 100. I love that. I feel like she was. Like, she she could have been because she was a very sprightly older woman. She did not, uh, very sassy, very full of life. So it was very unexpected. So I spent that week, um, I went home to Detroit. I helped my mom and uncles plan everything. It was a very emotional roller coaster type of situation. Yeah. And then I know like that exact next week is the week I got pregnant. I, yeah, mm. <laughs> it was um, in the most amazing part about that is that Emerson looks just like my grandmother. Uh, so when people are always like because she has hazel eyes and they're like well where did her eye color come from it's come from her grandmother like her great-grandma like she looks these but an image of my great-grandmother uh so it's kind of like having her with me even though she's not here with me yeah and I know she would have loved her if she had got a chance to see her yeah yeah that's awesome so what um you know as a, a lot of us women listening, I'm sure that has happened to a lot of us where it's like our, our plan, right. It's like, yeah. okay. And my, my family is like, my marriage is going to go like this. And then my kids are going to go like this and they're going to be born on this day. And like, right. We're like planners. We're like, this is how my life's going to go. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are like, Hey, that's, you know, got pregnant unexpectedly or the plan didn't go as expected and they couldn't get pregnant. So what does that feel like for you in that moment of like, ah, I'm going through grief. Like I'm not prepared for this. Like, yeah. you know, financially, emotionally, like what, what was that journey like for you? It was hard. It was, it was really hard and I was mindful of it. So, mm. um, I didn't know that I had like some like postpartum depression, very mild after my second daughter. Mm-hmm. So once I found out about this pregnancy, even though I had people that were like, you're married, it's fine. Mm. In reality, it's like, even though we're, I'm married and even though I'm happy in my relationship, it was just not something that was in our plan. So it was still a lot to process through mm-hmm. so I started putting things in place so I made sure I had a therapist in place to talk to I made sure that I had support around me that could help me through so my husband obviously was an amazing support my friends and my family um because I was grieving and then I had this unexpected pregnancy and it was um a lot of like the sadness of losing my grandmother but also there was a part of me that had to process and grieve the one-on-one time I was losing with my middle daughter. Yeah. Because my oldest and her are four years apart. <clears throat> so we were at a point where my oldest was getting ready to go into school soon and having more time. I could have had more time with her. So she was going yeah. to be like looking very forward to having that one on t- one time with my daughter Harper because yeah. I had so much with Olivia like Olivia got so much one-on-one time with me she had yeah. three and a half years of it before she yeah. had a sister to share um and so I was looking forward to that so I had to grieve that process mm-hmm. and I had to mentally prepare myself for the fact that I was going to have two children under the age of two at one time mm-hmm. and it would be a different dynamic and it was it mm-hmm. was I had two kids in diapers I had two kids that were heavily dependent on me where mm-hmm. With my oldest, I had that 
ability to say, hey, Liv, can you, you know, you can grab her. a snack. She was a helper. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, grab a diaper, grab the wipes. You yeah. know, you can, she can make her own sandwiches at that point. So it was like a very different, like mental thing that I had to prepare for. Sure. And I will say that like, after I had her, I had postpartum anxiety. So <laughs> I did have mom's bloom. You were my volunteer for that. And that was like the best thing for me. But I had um, some serious postpartum anxiety about going out with my children by myself. Because I'm like, I am now fully outnumbered. Like I yeah. can give a hand and a hand. And then I like, what do yeah. I do next with the third one type of situation? Yeah. So taking my children in public with them being so small, it was, it was very triggering. Like and it was weird for me because I am very much an extrovert. So to be an extrovert that is stuck in the house made it twice as worse. And then comes COVID, right? So we make yeah. it through Emerson's first year. I'm starting to get to a point where I'm comfortable leaving the house. And then COVID hits and is locked out. And now I'm at home with all three of my kids all day, virtual learning with my oldest, who hated it because my yeah. oldest is an extrovert as well loves yeah. her friends loves her teachers loves school and she couldn't go yeah and so it was a lot of tears and a lot of like crying because we are not on our regular schedule and that just made anxiety a lot higher oh, wow. um, for everyone involved and I felt yeah. over it. but again I just had to figure out what would work best for me and my family um how we could get through this together <laughs> without losing it because my husband never stopped working because he's technically a he was essential because he's a mail carrier yeah. so there was no quarantine at home work from home for him he was out like and oh we got more family time together like no, it was like that. for him it was like <laughs> he still had to go to work and mm-hmm. we had to worry worry about that as well because even though he doesn't always come in direct contact with people he still had to go in certain businesses he still had people walk up to him and talk to him so navigating that space uh was somewhat challenging because we had a whole decontamination station like I would put him like he would have to come through our back door and take off his clothes put him right in the washer and have extra clothes sitting there for him and he had to do all that before he could even just come in and say hi to us because it was it was just how it was we had little kids we had tiny like we had little kids and uh it was it was a little bit of a struggle I will say now that we are four five and nine we are getting to a way better group yeah (laughs) to get there but for sure um, so what what else was what was your you know a lot of and we, I think we talked about this a lot, even in mom's bloom. And I, you know, mm. I know that for a ton of this and what you're doing now, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but I think, I, I think a lot of women don't understand, like, they'll just think, okay, postpartum depression. The only thing that it is, is, um, if I think about, you know, like if I have really bad thoughts or something, what, what mm-hmm. I think that a lot of women don't know is, there's postpartum anxiety, there's postpartum like isolation, there's, there's like all that stuff Yeah. go around that. And yeah, I think for outsiders to say, I know, but everything is so great. I know, but that we can't control the inside. It's mm-hmm. right. 
So it's like my first question to you is what else did you experience and how did you know that that's what it was? Like, what else did you experience? Was it just more like socially? And how did you know that that's what it was? Well, it was, like I said, because, because I, I like going places. I like being out and about. Um, I took Olivia to do things all the time, but once I had all three, it was this fear of, I can't handle it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I am scared to leave my house, which is not normal for me. Right. And I knew that wasn't normal. Like I'm scared something's going to happen. Like someone's going to, it was one of those, what if somebody takes one of my kids? What if my kids are misbehaving? What if one of them gets Mm -hmm. hurt? How am I going to navigate these situations? Because I don't feel like there's enough of me to go around. Yeah. What if I'm in the grocery store and just one of them runs to that way and the other two are that way? Like, which, where do I go? Yeah. Those kind of fears were creeping up and, and keeping me from being active socially where before I didn't have that problem I definitely feel like I needed somebody to be with me to feel comfortable like I need another person whether it was my husband or whether it was a friend I trusted I just for me to leave places at the beginning it was like I need somebody else with me I remember one of the first things we did um the first outing I did by myself was to a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese for one of Olivia's friends. And the only reason I felt comfortable going with all three girls was because of who I was going to see when I was there. Mm-hmm. It was people I knew and people I trusted that I know my other two kids will be safe yeah. in, 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 like, in that environment. Mm-hmm. So I knew they would keep an eye. I had the um, baby because she was only like um, maybe a month old at that point. Mm-hmm. I carried her and I had her in a wrap so she didn't really leave my body yeah and that's the things I just had to figure out ways to make it work I was like yeah. I'm gonna put her in a ring sling and she's gonna be on my chest and I yeah. know she's good and then the other two like it won't just be me looking out for them but several other parents right so yeah. sure for sure I got <laughs> to like again talk myself through things like playing it's okay you got it like yeah uh, plan around times where like if I, that's when I started doing more things at night as far as like going to the grocery store running errands I tried to do it when Demetrius could keep the other two and if all I had to do was take Emerson I can manage that yeah like slowly because, kind of making your way yeah to travel and get there at a slow enough journey that was comfortable for you yeah now do you do you feel like did you kind of diagnose yourself did you read about postpartum anxiety yeah I looked did into you? it okay. Okay. yeah I looked into it and um so I wasn't for like diagnosed diagnosed but I know that's what I was dealing yeah. with we can um, as women, I think we are can be confident to say what what's going yeah. on <laughs> you know especially looking back like oh yeah this is what that was you know for sure exactly and also um my anxiety came out is is anger usually so mm-hmm. I would get highly stressed and then would causing more outbursts so I'm usually more calm and collected so I would get highly like really irritable or agitated again yeah. things that I knew that weren't normal for me yeah um even just little things it's like when I was like I'm not okay and that started when I was pregnant yeah. so and I remember telling my husband like 
I'm not okay. There's yeah. something going on. Like I'm I'm not okay. But it's being that in tune with yourself and knowing what is your normal and in knowing when something is not your yeah. normal. And it may not because sometimes when other people say something, you're like, oh, whatever, you're just taking it personally. But mm-hmm. you have to be in tune with yourself to be like, nah, I don't, I don't normally act like that. Yeah. I don't, this is different for me. And I'm right. not saying you might recognize it right away. It might take a little bit, but you you will turn become a point where like, I don't, this is a normal. Yeah. I think uh, that's so powerful that you <laughs> could do that. Like while you were pregnant and then while you had two children, I feel like that, yeah. I mean, that is I in, in general, like women, we don't like to ask for help and we don't like to even admit that we're not okay. And the fact that yeah. you did it and said it and stated it while you had two kids and you're pregnant for your third, that was unexpected. Like that's a lot. That's pretty powerful. What, what, like what, I guess, you know, because of that as women, because we're always like, and I've got it, I got it together. And like, nope, I don't need any help and I'll get through it. And I can power through this and power through that. Um, I was actually just talking with uh, a friend today where I was like, Oh no, like we don't travel through life alone. Like our, this, our community, we are here with you, no matter what you go through, no matter what it is. Like if we have to pivot, we're going to pivot. If we have to breathe, we're going to breathe. Like we are here. And she was like, I'm just feeling like I have to do this on my own and I have to figure it out on my own. And so we had a conversation about kind of like Mm -hmm. the same thing. And how, how do you, how did you have it in you? Was it like the way you were brought up? Was it anything you did before you had kids? Like, how did you have the courage? Cause it's so courageous to ask for help. Yeah. Um, funny enough, I have had the hardest time. Like I did not grow up that way. Um, I've always been a person that was, it was, it's always hard for me to ask for help. Right. So as most women, I would knuckle through it and say, yeah. I can, I can do it. I can figure it out. But I've had to learn. And I will say it's probably my husband who had to teach me that mm. because coming from my, my childhood, I depended on me. I'm the oldest, right? I'm the oldest yeah. of three kids. Mm. So I was yeah. kind of that leader kid, right? So it was, I had to, you know, help with my brother and sister. I was very strong, well, and determined to take care of myself. And yeah. even something like my grandma would say once or I remember saying stuff like, you know, you got to make sure you can take care of yourself, even if you have a husband kind of thing. She was like, because you just don't know how mm. things will go. Um, but my husband was one of those people, he had to kind of break that in me to say, you can count on me and you can rely on me. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If you need me, say something. Yeah. So, uh, he's, like, I'm not, he's like, he's yeah. like, I'm not a mind reader. So if you need something, yeah. say something to me. So, yeah. okay, you're right. You're not a mind reader. I do need to be more forthcoming with asking for help because that just wasn't what I was used to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, three kids in, it was definitely one of those things. I just, again, recognize that those signs. I was like, nah, I'm not okay. And I need you to know I'm not okay. Yeah. I mean, do you look back and kind of think, like, do you realize how courageous that was? Do you ever think about that? Like, I'm just super thinking about that was so <laughs> courageous for you. And what if you wouldn't have like done that? I mean, even 
you know, when I was like, when I came into your home and we were chatting, like I would, I, that was like the first word that I could describe you as was courageous. Like, I feel like it was inspiring for me to spend time with you of just, Mm -hmm. of just knowing that you asked for all that support. It inspired me when I had my daughter, you know, being the same way of like, nope, I've always gotten, like, I can get through everything. I can buckle down and I can figure it out. It was really inspirational for me to be like, yeah, I'm not okay. I definitely need some people to help me out with this. So I've got to ask for it. So do you look back and see that? I don't feel like I'm great. I just feel like I was being aware, like I was being present, aware, being as more self-aware because I spent so much time uh, not Mm-hmm. doing that and mm-hmm. I've spent a good time of my 30s trying to heal through past trauma and how that yeah. has affected me as an adult yeah and yeah. recognizing the the trauma responses that I've used my whole life and figuring out how to break free from those trauma responses and just work on myself better because I had been I've been doing counseling before I got pregnant so it was one of those things like I'm already recognizing things to myself listening to myself and yeah. recognizing those unraveled a little bit yeah. yeah so it wasn't that I had, I had already had some nuggets in place like okay just be mindful be aware of yourself yeah. be aware of what you're feeling and what you're thinking and how you're processing the things that you're going through and that's why I was able to say something because my second daughter I didn't realize I had some postpartum depression or anxiety then. I just thought mm-hmm. I was just tired, irritable for no reason, right? Just because I was a new baby, right? But mm-hmm. it came out differently. It came out to the point where if all I did was make sure my kids and me survived the day, that's all I wanted to do. So yeah. then my house got, you know, left behind. Yeah. And I think one of my friends pointed it out. She was like, girl, you never let yourself go like that or let yourself <laughs> go like that. Because I didn't. But yeah. it was to the point where it was like survival if, mode, survival if, mode. Survival mode. If me and these yeah. kids are good, that's all that mattered. Yeah. And so yeah. I was I was cognizant of that when I was having this third child that was unplanned and it was enough going on for me mentally at that point where I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to be mindful. I need to stay on top of this because uh, I don't want it to be worse. I don't want it to get worse. Yeah. Did you have any, did you have any, um, practices or tools or, um, I don't want to say like, maybe like rituals, if that's the right word of like any, like, like nuggets from your counselors or things that you did every day to like help your mindset or to kind of get yourself like, you know, staying healthy up here and in here. Um, for me, it was journaling. That was always the biggest thing Mm -hmm. for me writing, even if I got it out through doing right now because I just don't handwrite a lot anymore I would do voice text like I would go in my notes on my phone and just like talk it through or sometimes I like to say I have like come to Jesus meetings but I don't pray all the time it's not like a prayer it's a me and God are having a conversation just like me and you are having a conversation and me like okay so I'm not and I don't know what it is, <laughs> so you need to tell me or show me what it is so that I can fix it or whatever, uh, whatever I need to do, or just um, talking to those people that I trust yeah. to say, hey, this is how I'm feeling, um, 
how can I, you know, how, what should I be working on? And I have a couple, I have one Facebook group in particular. I've been in this group for almost 10 years. No, it's been 10 years, uh, mm-hmm. almost 10. Cause I got in it when Liv was a baby and they were stay at home moms. I was a stay at home mom. And so at the time, and so that was an integral group for me. Like I love them to bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, and I've only met maybe three of them in person. And it's probably a group of 50 of us. That's awesome. So we would always awesome. talk about things. So it was a good reminder that I'm not alone in this. There are people going through the yeah. same thing. A lot of us have kids the same age. And yeah. so we very much like to vent. We have places to vent. Mm-hmm. We're just like, and this is our safe place to vent. And it's like, hey, yeah. is this something going on with y'all kids too is it something I need to talk to somebody about like this is what's happening with me and they were just like great support for me so just having making sure that support circle is really in tune whether that's in-person support virtual support because I definitely believe online friends are real friends I know some people don't feel that way but I do I'm like if I didn't have my online community I I would have been in a lot worse shape yeah and sometimes that's your only route that you can have, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, if, if that's what works with your life and lifestyle and the way that you have to live day to day, it's, it's better than nothing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So journaling, I mean, de- like asking for help being in community, I think that's huge. And I think the community thing too, is being a new mom, you're always like, whether you have 10 kids or whether you have one, I think you're just always thinking about, Am I doing this right? Am I doing enough? Is this okay? You know, there's just so many things that go mm-hmm. through, especially when you have postpartum anxiety and depression and you're going through all that emotion and your body is changing. You're just like, you're nursing. And there's just like so much going on that just with one other person, like, yeah, my daughter is doing that too. Or yes, I'm feeling the same way that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. It just, I feel like releases that weight off your shoulders. Like, I am not alone. Like uh, somebody is with me. Somebody is next to me, whether they're physically there or not physically there, you know, um, like if your baby isn't sleeping well, or they have just everything, anything, just not feeling alone as a new mom is so important. And I feel like community, like you said, is just, it's so important to be able to be a part of that. Um, so we've been talking a lot about babies and being a mom. I would love for you to also tell the audience what you're doing now and kind of a little bit of a journey of why you decided and how you got there and where you're at. Of course. Okay. So I am currently a full spectrum doula. Uh, I know a lot of people get a doula and a midwife confused. So I use the saying, I learned that a doula coaches and a midwife catches. So I don't, I don't catch the babies. I don't <laughs> catch them. Um, I am That's there. That's such a good description. That's so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. I love that. Yeah. So I'm there for the birthing person to provide non-judgmental education, care, and support. That is my goal. My goal is to make sure our people are having a positive birth experience, especially for me um, being a, a, a Black woman. So a lot of people don't know, or maybe it's just something they haven't found out about yet, but Black women are four times more likely to die in childbirth from preventable causes, whether that is just like hypertension or just a missed sign. Something gets missed. And so when I decided to become a doula, I was, 
it wasn't something I thought of, right? I went, like I said, I went to school for photography and journalism. So photography and journalism, the birth work is a, quite a big leap. I have these three children, right? I breastfed all these children. Mm-hmm. One of my support systems was a breastfeeding group for Black women here in Grand It's called Helping Us Grow Strong, or HUGS mm-hmm. for short. It's through Strong Beginnings. Yep. And in this group, I got to be around other Black moms who are all going through the same stages of life. But yep. what I started to notice was when they started to talk about their birth stories, they were very traumatic. Or mm-hmm. they just felt like, oh, they didn't listen to me. They just did whatever. Um, or they just said this or whatever. They just weren't feeling supported in that. And I'm like, well, that sucks. How can mm-hmm. I help in this area? Yeah. So the first thing I ended up doing was becoming a breast. I became a breastfeeding peer mentor through that group. So then it was like, in this space, I can help you give you advice. Um, just to let you know that you're not alone. So I can help you with certain things and when um, my goal then was to become a certified lactation counselor because I'm like I don't want to go back to college because I would need college credits to become an international board certified lactation consultant which is a little higher up and I was like I don't have that time right now to do that right so I was getting my money together to do that and then COVID hit right this is right around COVID time so I'm like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> Rushed all of our goals, right? right. I was like, hard. We we were on a we we're on a path, right? So then, <laughs> yeah. um, the woman who organizes that group is kind of a mentor to me. Her name is Benita, yeah. and she said, "Hey, there's this class that Wick is doing, and they have a few spots available, and you can you can take it if you email this person." So I did. I was like, okay, fine. It's, nothing else going on right we're all sitting at home yeah so it was for a certified lactation specialist which is very much the same thing that I wanted to do so I'm like okay cool did that got certified in that in October of 2020 so now I'm a certified lactation specialist I'm like cool all right we're we're working on a goal that we wanted that's really amazing yeah yeah so in that right after I did that my friend here her name's Kira Baskin. She's a doula. Um, and she's the only, she was the only black doula in Rapids at the time, mm-hmm. right? That was well known running a business. And she said, Hey, I'm getting ready to start this cohort of doulas. It's to train women of color to help the black and brown community. I'm like, oh, that's dope. Let me know when you get it all set up. I want to yeah. do it. Yeah, because I was like, she was my doula, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I know what you do, so I kind of want, I want to do that, right? That's another way for me to help my community without yeah. having to spend thousands of dollars going back to college, right? And I, yeah, yeah, I can't, I don't have, I don't have the time nor the funds for that one. So mm-hmm. she started her, she had her first cohort start February of 2021. And it was nine of us that ended up graduating in June. So it's been a year and a half, just about almost a year and a half since I've been a doula. And it's amazing being able to help women in my community 
have positive birth experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. day one, Doula Collective just started their second cohort training through right now. And I'm really proud to be a part of that group because then it's not, um, you're not by yourself, right? So yeah. we can lean in on each other and lean into yeah. each other if we need help uh, talk about the, the our birth our births and experiences that our clients are having and support our community, let them know that we're there for them. Because as of right now, it is of no cost to them to have this service. And that's something our community needs. They need that support. Absolutely. It's, it's been amazing. Like I was telling you earlier, I had a birth this weekend. That was amazing. She rocked it out. No, no pain medication on natural the way she wanted. She did it just how yeah. she wanted. And I'm proud of her. Ever tell every client that I have that I'm proud of them. Yeah. Because they're doing what they want and getting mm-hmm. the birth outcomes that they want. And I always hear, I'm so glad that you were there. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you were here. You like mm-hmm. I've gotten adopted by a couple families. So like, no, oh yeah. I'm- you're TT now you can't leave you you, like you're here I'm gonna bother you you never forget that as yeah you never (laughs) as woman and you know as a mother of two my son's birth was extremely traumatic for me Mm -hmm. I did not have a doula and I did not have a midwife yeah and my daughter's birth I had a midwife it was private quiet quaint I had a doula and I thought to myself do I, do I really need a doula? I mean, mm-hmm. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I feel really prepared. And you know what? I said the same thing when I was done. I am so glad you were there. This is before you became a doula, but yes. hands down that girl, like she knew what was up and she knew what I needed and she followed. I mean, she led mm-hmm. me, she followed me. And it was like, she just drew the power out within me to do this, to have to, to do what I exactly. dreamt of doing, like having a VBAC having a natural birth, like I wouldn't have been able to do it hands down unless I had a doula there. So I'm right with everyone. That's like your family, because I still talk to my doula. Like it's, it is just like, they never leave your life. You know, it's just, it's the, and you never forget it. It's so amazing. And so powerful to know that you have that person by your side. So I just love, I love that you're doing it. I feel like it's so fitting for you. And what just an amazing way to give back to the community too. And all that you're doing, you're so amazing at that. Just, you give so much of your life to the community and, you know, everybody, everybody and everything that you believe in. And I just love that about your heart. It's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited because, um, this past year I also did spring GR, Mm -hmm. which is a small business accelerator program. If, uh, no one knows about it, it's been around for, quite some time I think at least five to six years and it's amazing wealth of knowledge about starting a business creating your business because I know even though I'm still part of the collective like I want to um serve more people so I decided to make this a business so I started a private practice called more like my last name m-o-o-r-e to love doula services um and I'm pretty excited about it thank you like the best name ever like I mean just God (laughs) gave you an amazing last name to have that title of your business how adorable is that I literally like during training we had an activity of like 
what would your business name be created and everything like that and talk and think about your um who your target would be and I'm like okay so I came up with like that one and a couple other ones and everyone was like no you need to do that one that name is perfect I'm like okay so good yeah perfect I'll just keep that one um so that's really amazing I just well and you won right I mean you won so you oh I like, did I yeah about that that's awesome I will <laughs> so every they did graduation a little different because what they do during the whole class is they're kind of setting you up to like your business to yeah, potential yeah. investors so at the end of class we have a graduation and we all got to present our pitch and there were three judges and the grand prize is a thousand dollars towards your business me and one of my co- me and my one of classmates tied, so I won five hundred, and my classmate won five hundred, which she is also amazing. There were so many amazing businesses in there, and I and it was just so amazing. I was so shocked because they were deliberating for a long time, and our uh, <laughs> teacher goes, "You know, that's that means you guys all did a really good job." And yeah. I just wasn't expecting it. I'm pretty. I went into Spring GR literally with a business name and an idea that was it. I had nothing oh, else awesome. set yeah. up. I was actually not planning on taking Spring GR until this fall. I was like, oh, I'll take it in the fall, and then I'll be ready by next year in 2023. No, God was like, no, we're doing it now. We're I was like, oh, okay. Oh, you know, because, God's plan. He's always like, hey, let's follow my plan, not yours. Like, right. Ah. You, you keep making these plans, Lana, and I keep showing you <laughs> that it's not what you want to yeah. do. I'm like, okay, because I was just trying to learn. I was very much yeah. this passion. I was like, I just want to learn. I don't, I yeah. wasn't, I'm like, I'm going to learn as much as I can about this new career path I'm finding myself on I'm like I just want to learn and get as much information and knowledge as possible I was like I'll build a business when it's time I was yeah. like time yeah. is next year right time yeah. is God's like nope it's right now Remember? like right now <laughs> because the registration was like closed they're like oh it's a wait list now for the, for the fall I'm like perfect I'll just put myself on the wait list I got that call like oh we still ding ding spot. ding <laughs> we still have spots when you're for interview you're elected yeah like, okay oh <laughs> uh, that's awesome I love that so okay so now tell us where we can find you like tell us your website your social media channels like just everything every place we can find you tell us all that yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty much um on all the basics so my website is more m-o-o-r-e to the number two love doula services.com okay I have a Facebook which is more to love doula services I have Instagram which is more to love doula well I know I said that wrong more to love underscore doula services okay Um, (laughs) And then I have a TikTok, which is more to love doula. So awesome. awesome. On those platforms, for sure. Check me out. I do um want to help as many people. I love babies. I babies. love supporting people. Um, I love supporting on their pregnancy journey, breastfeeding journey, or chest feeding journey. I just I just love everything about it. I'm so excited to see my client next week. She said so she's awesome. excited too. Like she already was like, I'm so excited to see you. So it's, it's been such a um <laughs> such a I want to say like empowering, but also very 
gratifying position to be in. Yeah. Because it's not about me, but just seeing these women. Powerful things. So beautiful and powerful. And for them to have the confidence in themselves. Yeah. Who speak up when they want something different, when they need something uh, without me having to say anything. It's like, they just know that I have yeah. backup if I need it. Not that yeah. they need me to say anything, but it's just the fact that they have the backup, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Lana told me this, this is what yeah. I want. Yeah. And that's, I love that for them. I've had two V-backs, by the way. And I was like, super proud of them. Because I'm like, y'all did it. Mm-hmm. I did that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, thankfully, um, no one's had to have an emergency c-section thankfully and just there are there all their outcomes are better I've had um different age ranges and I've just been proud of all of them because I've had a teen teen mom too and she rocked it out and she was amazing so I love it I'm so excited for you you and thanks for just, you know, being vulnerable to share your story of like life and womanhood and motherhood and all the things. Cause I, there's not enough, the, the more we can all share our story, just again, while we were saying, you know, yeah. there's, there's going to be a woman out there that's like, okay, me too. I don't feel alone. Exactly. And I feel like if she can make it, I can make it too. So I'm so grateful for your journey and you just sharing that with us today. So thanks for being here. All right, y'all, we'll chat with you later. Thanks again for joining us today and we will talk to you all soon. Until next time, be reminded that your past does not have to define your future and that you always have a choice to live a life redesigned. See you soon.